Is MSU football back on commitment watch? And we got a ton of basketball banter to go through, like, hey, Xavier Booker, Jeremy Fierce playing in the U-17 World Cup, and also Gavit Games talk. Let's go. Our Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is my favorite people of all time. Yes, of course I'm talking about you. Watchers and listeners of Lockdown Spartans, thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast. Well, kind of every day. Uh, Normally throughout the season, yeah, we do five days a week on here, but for June and July, it's three days a week. And on that note, quick programming note for next week, since we do have the 4th of July coming up. uh, Next week's shows will be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yes, typically we do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, but hey, go enjoy your fourth. Don't don't let my voice get in the way of your uh, beer drinking, your hot dog grilling, your fireworks shooting, whatever you do on the 4th of July. We'll, we'll, we'll all enjoy that, and then we'll hit the road you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So just want to get that out of the way before going any further on a busy show because hey, every show is busy these days, especially in the Mel Tucker era as uh, recruiting is off the chain as the kids Probably don't say anymore, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Uh, we're going to hit that hard in the first second segment here, and then segments two and three, pretty much all basketball talk uh, from that point on. But before we get to any of that, hey, please, I'm begging you, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast or YouTube channel, however you digest all this. Thank you for doing so, by the way. And any questions, concerns, comments, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to hit us up. Now let's get to it. Let's get to the fun stuff. Enough of the housekeeping stuff. Let's talk about Michigan State football and Michigan State football recruiting. That's right. One of our favorite topics uh, to talk about lately because Mel Tucker and company are just making life fun over here in the summer. Yes, football is now a 12-month sport here in sunny East Lansing. And could it get a little sunnier with Michigan State on commitment watch for two Shouldn't have said two, three players, two commitment days. I'll explain right now. One, we got by Joe. He is a defensive end. He's an edge guy out of Oklahoma. That's the first guy we're going to talk about. And then next up, yes, we have the twins, the brothers, Andrew and Michael Harris. I imagine they'll announce at the same time. That's why I say two, but got three players that we could be in commitment watch for. Let's talk about the first guy. By Job, that's right. All six foot four, two hundred fifteen pounds of him out of Senegal has announced that he is going to pick between Michigan State, Oklahoma, and Alabama. It's good company right there. But uh, hey, MSU is squarely in the mix. Let's talk about this kid for a hot second here, shall we? So this would be a big one. This would be a big one if Mr. By Job does decide to go green. He is the number 64th ranked player in the whole country per 24-7 sports. The number nine overall defensive end. And in the state of Oklahoma, yes, the number one ranked player in the state of Oklahoma. Like I said, six foot four, 215-pound kid. He visited Michigan State, I believe it was two weekends ago. He already looks like he's 28 years old and has been playing in the league for like seven years. Like this, this kid looks agile, 
shifty, built, but also on a 215-pound frame, room to grow another 20, 30 pounds of muscle with the wonderful Michigan State Strength and Conditioning Program. So, yeah, that is certainly a player that you want on your team. And, no, that's not a hot take. You say that about any kid that's in the top 75, which is what Mr. Job is. So, what would this mean? What would this mean if Michigan State gets this kid? Uh, a statement, first and foremost. Uh, a loud statement that you have just gotten a top 75 kid. It's no mystery that Michigan State has been doing pretty well in the month of June. We just talked about it last show with John Garcia Jr. of Sports Illustrated. Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. But this has gone probably as well as you could realistically hope for Michigan State as far as commitments go. We got a lot of top 300 kids. Got some top 200 kids, but getting a top 75 kid, that would be a statement. And it would erase all doubt if there is any. I don't even think there's a lot of doubt that the Brandon Jordan Brandon Jordan hire was a home run. But this would certainly be an exclamation point. And early returns on that investment of hiring Brandon Jordan to be on your staff by landing a kid like this. And it would also mean that you have two defensive end commits that are rated in the top 200 with, of course, Andrew DePape from Iowa being the other one. Uh, two fantastic players to go into the 2023 recruiting cycle with. I, that's, yeah, nothing <laughs> nothing to sneeze at right there. And also, on top of all the statements, it, it would be a statement to pull the number one kid out of Oklahoma. This isn't some podunk state like Montana where they have no Power 5 programs. Like, no, they got, you know, the old little Oklahoma Sooners who will also be playing in the SEC and uh, faster before we even know it. Oklahoma State, too, solid programs, more years than not. And this would be, if they do get by Job's commitment, this would be the second time since 2016 the number one kid in the state of Oklahoma left that state. Didn't decide to go play for the Cowboys. Didn't decide to go play for the Sooners. And I will say the other only instance since 2016 this has happened was right down the road with Daxton Hill going to Michigan. So, yes, 2016, ever since then, a kid has either stayed in Oklahoma or gone to the lovely state of Michigan uh, should this all work out. Now, why am I talking so highly about this? Of course, we got kids that announce their commitments all the time or their commitment dates. We don't talk about it as much. Actually, right here on this Thursday, Keen Mack, he was a big Michigan State target, decided to go to Penn State, but there was a lot of mystery around that. Didn't want to really talk about it, get everyone's hopes up, but it's a little different. And allow me to knock on wood here because I don't want to be the reason for jinxing this. Um, There is reason to believe that we can get a little excited for this. Now, is it gospel? No, of course it isn't. But with the 24-7 sports crystal balls, that's right, you're probably familiar with them. If you're not, Hey, 24-7 Sports has countless, incredibly, incredibly hardworking and uh, insider guys for recruiting. They'll predict where a guy's going to go to college. Well, Robbie Weinstein of Vandy 24-7. That's right, Vanderbilt 24-7. This guy covers Vanderbilt recruiting. Poor guy. Hope Nashville treats him well otherwise. But regardless, he gave Michigan State a crystal ball with a confidence rating of 8 for by Job's commitment. Now, that's kind of random. Why is a guy from Vanderbilt chiming in on this? Well, it's because Job's last official visit was actually Vanderbilt. Um, so he might be a little plugged in here. Again, there's just two crystal balls saying that by Job will go to Michigan State, whether 
whenever he announces his commitment, it was going to be sometime this week or next week. Didn't give a hard date, just said announcement coming soon. But wow, maybe this is one that we can get a little excited over. Uh, so ugh, just mm, try not to get overly excited because, again, uh, it's college recruiting. It's, it, it's just, you know, uh, two guys guess. But, man, do I love the work that 24-7 Sports does. And, well, more times than not, they are correct on this sort of stuff. Now, commitment number two and three that we are on watch for is uh, Andrew and Michael Harris. Uh, I'll be really quick on this. Uh, Both guys are in the top 300, um, and both are linebackers. Both are speedy linebackers out of the state of Florida. And speaking of Florida, they actually announced their top three as well. It is between our Michigan State Spartans, the Maryland Terrapins, and UCF. And I got to say, like, it's kind of funny because that's, that's like the top three of a kid that 2018 Michigan State would be battling for, you know, like a plucky three-star out of the, the middle of nowhere. And, oh, hey, here's his top three. It's Maryland, UCF, and MSU because oh, he's flying under the radar. This is a little different, though. Both these kids are studs. I mean, you, you know, you, you don't just grow top 300 picks all willy-nilly like that. That's tough to come by. But this is what we have here in these two linebackers. Right now, there is one crystal ball with a medium confidence rating of five to UCF, actually. So I want to wait for, you know, more to come in before really kind of putting the nail in that coffin. But yes, these guys will be uh, announcing next week sometime uh, per USA Today. They did a little interview with them. So next week, we could be on commitment watch again for Andrew and Michael Harris. Uh, If they do commit, uh, that would make it three linebackers for the 2023 class course with you know fellow Florida resident Jordan Hall top 200 linebacker being the other guy and this is where it gets interesting because if the Harris twins don't commit no other linebackers visited Michigan State this cycle like that whole month of June we just talked about that was that was the three it was Jordan Hall and the two Harris brothers so that's it beyond that no other linebackers really on uh, the map right now Maybe this is a position that Michigan State thinks that they can get out of a portal if they run into a bind. And that's also kind of exemplified with what's going to be going on in the field this year. They picked up the Jacoby Winman. They picked up Aaron Brule. Last year, they got Quaveras Crouch. So, yes, you can find linebackers in the portal. So, even though they didn't really get a linebacker in last year's class and maybe only one in this year's class, it's not something I'm going to be punching the air about, so to speak. But uh, with that said... Andrew and Michael Harris, it would be great to get your services in sunny East Lansing, Michigan. So, hey, why don't you come on, commit, and uh, let's get the party started. Let's keep this great recruiting cycle going. Um, Speaking of recruiting, we will get to some more in a hot second, but basketball talk. That's right, basketball talk. We got to talk about shooty hoops in a hot second, but first I got to talk your ear off about Rock Auto. That's right, gang. It is the family folks at Rock Auto. They are here to treat you your car, your truck, your bus, whatever it is, the right way. Why, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, would you trust your local chain auto parts store to stock all the car parts you ever need? Why would you often endure seemingly you know, pointless or intimidating questioning like, oh, does your trailblazer need a skibble bapper? I don't know. That, that, could, that could be a car part. I don't know. I'm a complete idiot when it comes to cars. I know that uh, it runs on gas. And it has four tires, ideally. So that's pretty much where my car knowledge ends right there. But you don't got to be a car guy. You don't got to be a car gal. You just have to be a person that uses rockauto.com because they will hook it up. Why would you choose to spend 30 
50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Well, you would do it if you were a clown. Here. But you're not a clown. You are a smart individual and you use rockauto.com. You enjoy their low prices, their reliability, and just the way they treat you. So go to rockauto.com, see all their parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. Hey, how'd you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Folks, that's rockauto.com. And before bantering your ear off about uh, Michigan State basketball, that's right. Hey, thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network. You guys are the best. You truly are. And speaking of best, no secret that this is uh, who Michigan State and Tom Izzo is after. Is one of the best kids in the 2023 recruiting class. Xavier Booker, you know him. Big man out of Indiana. He is the cat's pajamas. He is the talk of the town. And he was rated not even inside the top 50 when Michigan State started to recruit him hard, go to every game, skip big events to uh, fly across the country and follow this kid around. And now he's a top five commit after the the re-rankings of all these prospects. And boy, Xavier Booker gave a quote to On3, and it's a great quote. But I feel like I've seen this many times before. No, 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 no. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be positive. I'm not going to let the scars of Jabari Parker, Josh Jackson overwhelm me. Let's go. Okay, reset. Okay. Hey, Xavier Booker gave a great quote uh, about Michigan State and Tom Izzo uh, to On3. That's right, a new recruiting site. Uh, They do solid work as far as I've seen so far. So this is what Xavier Booker had to say. He was asked, uh, who he has the best relationship with in the nation as he's talked to roughly 4,000 coaches in the last few weeks, if not months, of his commitment. And the quote goes, so far, Tom Izzo at Michigan State. Really, ever since I visited for the first time, he kept it real with me. He told me the things about the campus and the program, but he also keeps it real with me, like telling me what I need to work on, like coming to my games and giving me feedback afterward. Dividends are paying off. For Izzo, I, he's probably Izzo has probably hung out and seen Xavier Booker more than he's seen any of his own family members in the last year. And I don't even know if I'm joking about that. Like I, I feel like he's gone to twenty plus Xavier Booker basketball games to try to lock in this kid's commitment for the 2023 cycle, and it would be massive. But yeah, uh, listen, if you followed Michigan State for even 16 minutes, uh, you know the recruiting heartbreak that we've seen when it comes to these top, top end kids. I just named a few names right there. Josh Jackson, Jabari Parker, uh, Tyus Jones, if you want to throw one in there, Vernon Carey. Um, yeah, a lot of Duke names I'm throwing out right now. Uh, and Duke is in this, of course, because when you're rated in the top five, you're, you're going to have every college after you. I mean, it's no secret there. Um, so with that said, uh, to rewind, Xavier Booker has visited Michigan State officially and you know unofficially as well, and hopefully they can get him on campus this fall for another fun football game. Uh, so he has officially visited Michigan State, Indiana, Purdue. And how about this for the fourth school? Uh, Kansas State. Kansas State was a fourth official visit he took with the old staff, um, so I don't think that they're necessarily a threat. However, he will be visiting Ohio State. He's got a date locked in there. I believe it's for September, if I remember correctly. Uh, and he also wants to visit Oregon, Gonzaga, Auburn, and Duke. So, yeah, the competition to land Xavier Booker, 
like any top five kid, is going to be very, very, very stiff. Uh, he seems to like Ohio State. Uh, Oregon, okay, obviously you're in Phil Knight's backyard. That seems pretty fun. Gonzaga, they just sent Chet Holmgren in the top three in the NBA draft. Uh, Auburn also sent Jabari Smith in the top three of the NBA draft. And uh, Duke is Duke. So there's that right there. Now, Izzo isn't the only guy that is recruiting Mr. Booker hard. Uh, we got a kid locked up for the 2023 class by the name of Jeremy Fears. Yes, and as if his game wasn't electric enough, fun enough to watch, the way he's recruiting for Michigan State is also what has already taken me to, like, this kid could be, like, one of my top ten favorite Spartans of all time territory right now because, hey, also with on three, that's right, another drop for on three. He said straight up, um, I, I need Xavier Booker and Devin Royal here. Uh, that's right. Uh, Devin Royal, kid out of uh, Ohio. We've talked about him in the past. The long and short of it is, uh, think Malik Hall. That, that is who I think his game uh, resembles right there. So that would be an awesome pickup to get. But yes, Jeremy Fears is working his off to try to get the commitments of Xavier Booker and Devin Royal. Um, they've done camps together, AU circuit. They, they're definitely friendly with one another. But also, let's talk a little more about Jeremy Fears. Um, we got a fun week for him coming up. If you're looking for anything to watch <laughs> this July 4th holiday week here, um, if you're tired of Tigers baseball, if you don't care to see Joey Chestnut uh, commit himself to greatness in the hot dog eating contest. We got the FIBA U-17 World Cup in Spain coming up starting on Saturday, July 2nd. And yes, Jeremy Fears, he's on the Team USA U-17 team. Awesome. Sick. Great. Not only that, but he might, he probably will be starting. If not, he will be, I believe, the first kid off the bench for this team. Um, and you can watch these games. You can watch these games on YouTube. Uh, if you go to YouTube and search FIBA, F-I-B-A, go on their YouTube page, uh, the first game is against Lebanon Saturday at 2.45 Eastern time. So, yes, this is a great opportunity for Jeremy Fears because one of the best ways to develop and difficult ways to develop is by going up against other nations, you know, seeing different styles of basketball that you don't always see here, especially on the AAU circuit. That's very unique for Jeremy Fears to get this experience to go play in a World Cup for Team USA but get different looks at different regions of the world. So that's only going to make him better. I mean, it's, so it's very exciting uh, as a state fan, but obviously maybe it's just a little more exciting for Jeremy Fears himself uh, right there. So yeah, awesome uh, to, to see that again, 2:45 Eastern time on YouTube is the first game. And uh, yeah, so Hey, go, go Jeremy Fears. How about that? And uh, last but not least, Monty Bates, is off to Eastern Michigan, and yes, I know this podcast isn't locked on Eagles or locked on Mac or locked on bad decisions, um, but I would be remiss if we didn't talk about this because no kidding that there's history between Imani Bates and Michigan State, so uh, of course, Memphis did not go well. Uh, he missed a good chunk of the middle of the year with an injury, but some people didn't think it was really an injury, but then he came back at the end, and then he enter, enters the transfer portal. And it kind of came out over the week that, you know, he wanted to go back to Memphis, but Penny Hardaway was like, <laughs> no, no, that's not going to happen. Mm-mm, no, no, thank you. Uh, so he goes to Eastern Michigan. It was down to a few schools at the end. You know, Louisville was going after him a little bit, but I think there was kind of conflict with the coaching staff if he was going to 
sticks there. Uh, Michigan was in conversations with him, but they just got a commitment that kind of took Imani's last scholarship. So back to Ypsilanti he goes, and good luck to him, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's it, it's it's a two sided story. Obviously, the very childish, immature side of me says like, "Ah, oh, that's right, that's what you get for not committing to Michigan State." <laughs> but on the other hand, like the the actual like nice person, human side of me is like, I, I hope it works out. You know, I hope he can get Mac Player of the Year. Like, this is the – you really got a ball out at Eastern Michigan here. Um, I hope you can get yourself back in the lottery next year. But, wow, what a string of decisions from the Bates camp in the last few years ever since that Sports Illustrated cover where he was the next great one. To get to where they are now, you're playing in Eastern Michigan, hoping to stay in the first round of the NBA draft for next year. And Go for it, man. Um, I don't know if Michigan State is going to be playing Eastern Michigan next year. I don't think they've announced their non-conference schedule um, by games necessarily. But there's definitely been a lot of schedule news for Michigan State, and we will get to that in a hot second here. But first, got to talk your ear off about Bet Online. That's right. Woo! It's BetOnline.net. They got everything covered for you guys. Uh, if, if you're watching a boring baseball game with the Detroit Tigers and they're scoring one run for the 57th time, hey, go go bet on that at Bet Online Hot Dog Eating Contest. They will have lines out for that, some futures out for that, some props out for that. They hook it up. And also, yeah, come on, it's PGA golf season. You know I'm a huge nut about that. So uh, with the British Open right around the corner, go find yourself a good line at BetOnline.net. I've already talked to you about it many a times. They are your number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball season, PGA golf season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all your podcasts and news this season. They are the fastest and easiest way to check into all your favorite sports events, and you know, including MMA too, boxing. Let's give some love for those two sports. So head to the website today, use your mobile device, learn more about the trends in action. That is at Bet Online, where the game starts. Some news that we have missed since our last episode is that another game got added to Michigan State's 2022-23 basketball. Schedule. Uh, that's right. We got the Gavit Games. Uh, this is the annual eight-game series between the Big East and Big Ten. Uh, and Michigan State draws. Drum roll, drum. Villanova. Uh, you probably already know it, but yes, they are going to be playing Villanova at the Gavit Games next year. And even more fun than that, it's a home game for Michigan State. It is a home game for Michigan State, so we will be welcoming Villanova into Breslin Center coming up. Um, I believe it's this November is where they typically play the Gavit game. So, yes, be on the lookout for that. That's a fun one for a few reasons. Uh, obviously, look, Villanova, that's a good challenge. Um, Final Four last year, they are a well-oiled machine. But it's also interesting because Jay Wright is not there anymore. That's right, he stepped down right after this season ended. Very odd of a coach to just step down silently after a season ends and not have a full 10-month parade, um, getting showered in gifts and praise and everything like that, only to flame out at the Final Four. No, instead he just loses in the Final Four and goes away quietly. Imagine that. Uh, Kyle Neptune is the next head coach, but the cupboard is not all bare at Villanova. They are returning six of their top nine scores, and yeah, they, they will be a strong team. 
Um, the two early top 25s that you find all over the internet, you know, CBS Sports, Yahoo, uh, ESPN, they all got Villanova like in the teens, anywhere between like 13 and 19. So they will be a solid team, no doubt. Uh, and for the rest of the Gavit games, if you're interested, I'll go through them really quick. Indiana at Xavier, Iowa at Seton Hall, Marquette at Purdue, Butler at Penn State, Northwestern at Georgetown, Nebraska at St. John's, and DePaul at Minnesota. I'm going to be honest, it's kind of a weak slate. That's not, nothing really too desirable there uh, for me. And you don't, you don't even get Creighton, who's supposed to be the best team in the Big East next year. They're not even in the Gavit game. So the best game of that flock Maybe I'm biased. I don't think I am, but I think it's Villanova at Michigan State is going to be the headliner of next year's Gavit Games. Now, of course, that's not the headliner of Michigan State's entire schedule because this is as Tom Izzo as it gets. They are packing, packing the schedule with a lot of great games here. Uh, Let's just talk about it from the beginning. You got Gonzaga on an aircraft carrier, and it was reported by John Rothstein a few days ago that, you know, Details are being finalized. You know, we're, we're almost there at the end zone. They're probably at the three-yard line. Just got to tie a few loose ends up. But, yes, the aircraft carrier game is looking more and more possible on Veterans Day. And then you got, oh, you know, just a little Kentucky in the Champions Classic. You have Villanova coming to the Breslin Center. And then at the PK-85, you have any three of Villanova. I highly doubt they'll see them again, but... In a bracket style, you never know. UConn, Oregon, Portland, UNC, Iowa State, and Bama. And then Notre Dame in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Michigan State will be going down to South Bend uh, for that game. So that's what you got. And this is a great opportunity. Um, We've seen it time and time again, more times than not, that when Michigan State packs in a schedule as hard as this in the non-conference, that it helps Ironforge them, you know, for Big Ten play for March. Maybe it doesn't always turn into Big Ten titles. Maybe they still hit their February wall that they always seem to hit. But at the end of the day, by the time March rolls around, it, it's go time. And, and the boys are battle-tested. Now, of course, uh, it will be a little interesting this year to see how they do with that stretch at the first month of the season with a, a shorter roster, as they'll probably only play nine guys this year. Maybe 10 if Carson Cooper uh, is taking off his red shirt. And even if he is, how many minutes is he really going to play? Regardless, it's fun times. Fun times. Um, definitely no boring uh, weeks being a Michigan State fan in the month of November uh, between football and non-conference basketball. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that great month. Um, folks, we've reached the finish line of our show here, and I cannot thank you enough for spending time with us at Lockdown Spartans. You guys are truly the best. Thank you for making this uh, an awesome experience and an awesome community. You guys always come up with uh, great questions, conversation topics. All that jazz. We will be back next Tuesday. Uh, we'll talk about you know a little bit of conference realignment, hypotheticals for football. Wanted to get to it today, but it just got way too busy with all the other news uh, because what the ACC is doing is very interesting. We'll hit that on Tuesday, and of course, any other breaking news that happens between now and then, you know where to find it. Locked on Spartans, baby. That's right. Smash that subscribe button. Leave a review. Comment below. Do whatever you got to do to make you happy because that's who I care about, you. That's right. And the Michigan State Spartans. So uh, thank you so much, guys, for making us your first listen every single day. Go enjoy your fourth. Be safe. Have a good time. Put on sunscreen. Drink lots of water. uh, And, yeah, have yourself a lot of memories. You guys are the best. Love every single one of you. Thank you so much. 
go green. Let's go. Let's have a fourth. Let's go. Let's go. 